This is Cisco Chat Podcast. Each episode features Cisco experts discussing the latest technology topics from around the globe. As always, check out the show notes for links to more on today's topic. All right, so thank you very much indeed for uh, taking some time out of your day to join us. Uh, we are here with Charles Croft. Charles, welcome. Hi. Hi there. So thank you very much for coming along today. Uh, how's Cisco Live going for you so far? It's been fantastic. I mean, I came in uh, last night uh, from uh, the UK, where it's uh, raining and gales, uh, to the beautiful sunshine in Barcelona. So it is been, nice. Yeah, it is nice. Great. Have you had a chance to have a look around yet? Uh, yeah, I've had a look at some of it, yeah. Yes. They, I mean, I tried to do some of the sites. All of them needed queuing up and tickets. So uh, Cisco Live was actually easier to get into than some of the uh, some of the sun sites yeah, yeah. around here. Yeah, it was. Uh, I registered last night, so it was nice. Good. Awesome. So, uh, well, great of you to spend some time with us. Um, really interested in understanding a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your background. So, if you'd like to tell the audience. Okay. So, I'm, uh, I work for a large French uh, beauty company. I'm the network and telecom manager for uh, Europe, Middle East, Africa, and Russia. Uh, we've wow. got, uh, I look after 166 office and warehouse locations. And then, in addition, We've got about uh, 400 retail units uh, across uh, Europe. Well, that's a lot of infrastructure. So I'm assuming you have distributed IT. Do you have people all over the place, all these different sites? How many of the sites actually have IT people on them? Um, not that many. We basically, probably one per country, you'll find some IT people. Our core sort of way of working is that we have an IT services organization and then uh, we outsource basic run activities to external companies. And then we have uh, our own internal teams who do level three support, design, build, and project management. All right. So that's a pretty extensive team you've got behind you there. It's uh, very exciting. I mean, it's great to always hear about customers who are working across uh, multiple locations. What? Um, but obviously, we've dived straight into what you do for a living. What? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Maybe some fun facts, things that people may not guess about you. Okay. So, um, I was born in Libya. So that creates some okay. interesting uh, dynamics when I uh, go to America. Um, <laughs> and I'm a qualified Thai chef. So, uh, okay. In my spare time, I took the view that uh, you know there's so much IT you can do in a day, and I learned to uh, chef. Uh, so, as relaxation, I used to work in a Thai restaurant. That's amazing. So, what's the highly recommended Thai dish that I should be looking out for then? Uh, Apart from Pad Thai. Chicken, chicken, um, pun, pan, no, chicken, uh, uh, Masaman, which is chicken a, Masaman. Yeah, it's one of the, one of the curries. All right, I will look out for that. I love, I love a good Thai dish. Um, so, so tell us about Cisco Live. You, you obviously taken some time out to, to come and join us here in sunny Barcelona. What's interesting you down here? What have you What have you come to take a look at? One of the things which is really important to me is to see how Cisco are innovating. Um, so the track which I'm personally following is to identify how they are approaching SD WAN. Uh, they've okay. now got almost four bites of the cherry because you've got um, the DNA product suite, which is what sits around the Cisco Classic stuff. Yep. You've got Meraki. Uh, you've got and you've got Viptela. Absolutely. So, you're, uh, so are you looking to move towards SD-WAN at this point in time? Uh, I personally think that's what the future is. Right. You know, I okay. think um, you know, there's a lot of um, 
uncertainty and lack of clarity about what does it mean for a business. But we've been lucky because we've been using Meraki for about four years now. So we were quite an early adopter and it has helped us dramatically in how we work and what we do. That's fantastic. Well, I I think um, in the case of Meraki, the the technology is always evolving very quickly and we're very interested in trends that you're picking up on by coming to an event like this. Obviously, SD-WAN is a really exciting one. Um, so what kind, of, what kind of sessions are you pl- planning for the week to, uh, to learn some more on that then? So I've got, uh, what I found is um, Cisco Live gives you the opportunity to go to like what I call the big talk and chalk sessions, but also I've got uh, a session book with a Meraki engineer later today to okay. talk about Meraki Wi-Fi designs in warehouses, being very specific. Um, and also I'm going to follow some of the SD Viptela sessions and listen to some of the views of some of the partners. So I'm going to listen to Vodafone talk about their right. Viptela deployments. Okay. So you mentioned, obviously, you're here to look at technology from a, from a professional standpoint, primarily. Uh, but, but apart from cooking up great Thai food, you know, what technology do you... Are you a technology man in your own uh, in your own personal domain? I have been in the past. You know, most of my time now is worrying about budgets. Um, right. But actually, you know, when you understand the different technologies Cisco offers, it helps you to drive more value for the business. Right. Because Meraki is not priced in the same way as Viptela, and Viptela is not priced in the same way as Cisco Classic. Mm-hmm. What is it about? Uh, if if you think about your own personal use of technology and your own personal preferences. What, what do you warm to uh, with, with technology products generally? For me, the, the thing I'm most passionate about is simplicity. People should be able to pick up a technology product and use it mm-hmm. without having to go on fancy training courses and without having to have things micro-explained to them. Um, and that was the approach we took with Meraki. Meraki, you know, in the very, very early days, they went, wow, look at this amazing dashboardy thing, and uh, you could, any idiot can use it. And it's like, okay, just show us. And with Meraki, they will give you um, loan devices. So we took some loan equipment, mm-hmm. and we just started using it. We switched it on and used it out of the box. And now what we've done differently is that um, the dashboard, which is the key management console, uh, we allow anybody in the company to use it who asks. Oh, interesting. So anybody can have read-only access. Yep. Uh, why? Because if you go back to the really, really old days, there's this thing called the OSI seven-layer model, which Cisco still talk about. Indeed. You've got, you've got seven layers, which you still need. There. I know, you've got seven <laughs> layers still there. Um, and what we found is that if you... Uh, each of those layers, if you give access to the dashboard, people can then do their bit a bit better. So it's like the application team can see, how's my application perform, uh, performing? The network guys can go and capture packets if that's what they want to do or change routing. Um, and then the business people right at the very top can actually use, uh, in our retail environment, they use it to track the number of people walking in and out of our stores. Oh, interesting. So so you've been a Meraki customer for how long now? About four years. Four years. And so you're using the Wi-Fi then in, in, in retail outlets? Yep. And so the location analytics plays into that as well then? Yep. Great. Yep. So, so, we, so. We, 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 we're almost schizophrenic. So we've got kind of two halves to our Meraki experience. We've got our retail environment. What we need is um, zero-touch deployment. Mm-hmm sort of bulletproof equipment um, 
and simple to use equipment. Right. And then we have our um, LAN side where we're using Meraki switches for actually powering our offices. Mm -hmm. And we've just opened um, a new office, which is our first 100% Meraki deployment. It's got Meraki switches and Meraki Wi-Fi. Awesome. And today's announcement about the Wi-Fi uh, tracking improvements in the product will be really exciting because mm -hmm. what we love is that as enhancements are launched by Meraki, so they automatically appear in the dashboard, right. and we don't have to right. mess around with more licenses and uh, buying more product. Yes, and uh, I mean, there's some, a lot of very interesting topics in there. I mean, location, I think, is a, a really good one. Uh, we have various different ways in which you can access that data. Obviously, it's within the dashboard itself, uh, but we also have an API as well so that it can be accessed uh, externally by other applications. How far do you take the location stuff, and, and how do you use it as well? I mean, what, what do you, what's your ultimate goal with the, with the location analytics tool? Um, Meraki, location analytics is, is a great idea um, if you're in, an, in a large environment. Uh, most of our, our uh, shops are small, um, so the accuracy isn't as good as you might want. Um, so the key things that people get excited about is the number of people who come in and the number of people that go out. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing which some people use is to see where clusters of people are in a store. So they, that identifies right. which things are exciting customers and which things aren't. Right, exactly. It isn't yeah. a, what I would say is that the location analytics n is not an exact science, mm -hmm. but it gives you a good flavor of what's happening in a retail environment. All right. Great. So that's, I mean, wonderful to hear because, you know, we, we obviously, I, I work in uh, product marketing at Meraki and we, we are always trying to tell a good story about how this technology can be used. It's fascinating to hear how it's actually being used in the real world and how it's actually helping someone else achieve what they're trying to do. So I, I love that story. That's great. One of the things that you that really interested me that you mentioned a few minutes ago, we were talking about how you open up the dashboard to all of your staff and how they give you useful information about different aspects of the work that you do at, at, uh, in, in your organization. And um, I wanted to explore that a little bit more deeply, if, if we can. Okay, if we, if we go back to the, part, the, the dim and distant past, IT organizations were always criticized because they were this silo where all these clever people who never talked to the business sat. Mm -hmm. And they were always... Um, uh, our desire has always been to integrate ourselves better and to add more value to the business. Right. By giving the business a tool which they can use when they want and however they want, we have built a much more close relationship with them. Right. And what the best way I talk about it is that in application development, um, we've moved away from waterfall development to rapid application development. Mm -hmm. And the holy grail was to create a, a, an environment which is called a DevOps environment, where the people who operate systems are closely integrated with the people who create the systems. Mm -hmm. And for me, what the Meraki dashboard gives me is a tool which is almost the DevOps of the network world. Wow. Because you've got the people who are actually running the business and using things, mm -hmm. looking at things in a different way to what the technical people might be interested in. But it means that we get feedback from them and they get feedback from us. So we'll say to them, you know, 
we think this store is um, having a problem with their internet or there's lots, lots of customers using the guest Wi-Fi, what's going on, have you got a promotion, da 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 things. And they'll come back to us in a different way and they'll say, you know, we want to um, do more marketing to this type of people mm -hmm. and we can do that with some of the analytics. Um, That's amazing. And, and, and it's very encouraging as well to hear that I'm guessing in many cases not so technical people are able to gain some value out of the dashboard as well and contribute something yeah. back to the business. Yeah. Cisco have got this thing called network intu intuitive. Mm -hmm. For me, I actually think what it should mean is intuitive networking. Right. Networking which is easy to pick up and use out of the box. And Meraki have always held up this mantra of how simple can we make it and how accessible can we make it? Mm -hmm. Which which we've we've lived by and adopted, uh, and it surprised us. You know, we didn't think giving people the dashboard would make much difference, but right. actually, we took it away from some people. We knew about it almost instantly. That's pretty inspiring stuff. I think the audience will find that very interesting. That's a, a whole new take on Meraki I hadn't really thought about before. So great to hear that. Um, so so has this? I mean, one moving into something a little more specific. Uh, if we think about IT tickets. I'm assuming you have some sort of system for tracking IT issues and, and uh, so people call up IT when they need help. Um, has this helped with that in any way and helped, helped people to maybe troubleshoot things themselves? As, have you found that uh, being, being the case? We get very few level three support problems being passed through. Mm -hmm. Most problems can actually be fixed at first time by our outsource partners. Right. So the partners right. who are supporting our retail estate have access to the dashboard and they can go into the dashboard and uh, use the information there to identify quickly if there's an issue or if there's not. One of the things, you know, in a retail environment, in a beauty organization, very often we'll get a call saying the internet's not working. Mm -hmm. What that actually means is the um, VLAN back to the office to the application they need to use right. isn't working. Right. The support guys can go in, call up the dashboard, and we have been beta testing uh, Meraki's Insight product. Uh, they will then instantly get a score on the screen to say the application at this score at this store is running at 100%, which means mm -hmm. it's healthy and happy. And they then know that there's something else they need to go and look at, which could be a local issue with a till or something like that. Right. And I'm, I'm very happy that you mentioned... Um, Meraki Insight. It's a very exciting new uh, new product offering from the Meraki team. Uh, and it is developed. I mean, it sounds like you're the dream customer in a way because you're actually uh, using this to try to more accurately pinpoint where your challenges lie. And we, I mean, from our perspective, we're very excited about being able to help uh, organizations to troubleshoot all the way from the client and the experience that they're having, which is so, so important, of course, all the way through the system so that when a ticket gets raised saying, hey, the network's slow, what's going on? You're not so blind now. You're not having to go through reams of event logs and syslog outputs to try to find what's going on. You've got some, some help with that. So, yeah, tell us, tell us a little bit more about Insight and how, how you are actually okay. using that. So the keynote speech this morning was talking about how uh, Cisco wants to recycle the data it kind of already knew, mm -hmm. and that is very much what Insight's about. So in Miraculand, there is the all of the management information goes off to what we call affectionately Miraculand, right. and what Insight is doing is reprocessing what the information that was already there. 
the way we use it and the way we tested it was we took what we knew was a good, a bad, and an ugly store. Mm -hmm. So three different locations. One we knew was healthy and happy. One we knew was um, very challenging. And one we knew was, was a bit wobbly. Mm -hmm. um, and it helped us very clearly show the value that it gave us as a support organization because the bad one would score about 75%. The good one was running at 100%. And the uh, one in the middle, every now and then, would have a problem, which meant we actually then deep-dived into the information from it to identify how to fix it. And where did you find that those... Because I'm assuming that before this came along, you were relatively blind or you had to do a lot more, spend a lot more time to try to understand where a problem lay. Yeah, so these, these were legacy problems we knew about. Um, they were largely... Because Meraki is sitting on top of the internet, and the quality of the internet varies across the world. Right. We chose some parts of the world where the internet quality we knew was not as good mm -hmm. as other parts. Mm -hmm. Very nice. And this, this is fantastic because it means that uh, we're, we're really trying to get to exactly where a problem lies. We know that we can look into, as we've seen with wireless health, we can look into some of the challenges on the wireless side in terms of connectivity. But what is really interesting about Inside, I think, is that it gets us looking at areas that the local area network people really haven't been able to see, get in any insight into yeah. themselves. The, great, the greatest gift we now have is that we can actually drill down and click on an individual till in an individual store, mm -hmm. and it will tell us the performance of the application running on that single device. So we've had stores where we've gone, how come the store's only running at 75%? And we go and look, and two of the tills are running at 100%, one of the tills is at 50%, and then we go and work out what the problem is with that specific till. Right. But it's having the insight to see all the way, d the performance of an application from the client all the way through to the server. That's great. And, uh, and I'm going to guess from the way you're describing this that this is clearly of value to your organization. You're seeing the benefits of this new capability straight off. Straight yeah, off we, see, we see it as an enhancement to what we already have. So we, there are other application performance management tools available, which mm -hmm. we have already got in our estate. Mm -hmm. um, the pricing on Insight is meant to be very competitive, and we've talked to the business who would be paying for this, and they, they say we would be happy to ha pay this money because it means we can see in our reports the health of our stores because right. it's very obvious, you know, and we're talking about a tool which is not just an IT tool, it's a business tool. And the business right. wants to know, why have I got problems at this location? Does it marry up with a drop in sales? Does it marry up with feedback from the store? And, and, and uh, so to actually deploy this yourselves, you, uh, I assume, unlock a, a feature or a, have a license for accessing the feature, but you're running it on something. So what do you run it on today to be able to gather, gather all that data? So a, a traditional configuration of a, of a store will be um, an MX security device. Mm -hmm. So we always take security as the base layer. Um, that may or may, depending on the size, may or may not have a switch connected and it will have some Wi-Fi probably connected to it. Right. So it's, uh, I, I think really the MX is the if you like, the first probe for Meraki Insight. It's giving us the ability to, to actually read that data, to be able to store it, present it, and so on. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. Well, that is, I think, a fantastic story. Um, how many sites are you... So you're at right now three for your, for your beta no, no. testing. But so, what, what's so, the, so our original our, our original starting point was three. We're now running at 
to about 75. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and you're seeing the same same benefits translating across as well? Yeah, the key thing is the, the business can see what's going on yep. and, the, and the support organization can see what's going on. So it, simp it simplifies what we're doing. And I guess we've named the product quite well by the sounds of it. You are getting... Yeah, so, so as, our, as our closing <laughs> statement, we are getting more insight into our retail organization. <laughs> perfect soundbite. Thank you so much. Um, Charles, I really want to appreciate, uh, thank you very much for spending some time with us today. Uh, it's a great story. I love hearing about real-world deployments of our equipment. Genuinely, I've been working in this industry, the IT, for an uh, embarrassingly long amount of time. Uh, I never get bored of hearing about how the technology is making a real difference for people. That's why we're all here at the end of the day. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a great time at Cisco Live, everybody. And thanks for joining us. Tune in for the next one very soon. Bye for now.